Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Getting To It. It has been busy. I apologize. I know this is a late episode. It has been a really busy week, super busy. But other than that, it feels good to be back. I know it's uh, I know it's late <laughs> getting this uploaded. But, I mean, this week was very, 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 very uh, occupying in terms of my schedule. So, yeah, I mean, welcome to the late episode. Usually I get these recorded on Thursday or Friday, but I didn't get the chance to. And, um, yeah, that's it for that. Uh, I hope everyone is doing great this week. I know it's been for me, even though it's been ridiculously busy and I'm pretty much losing sleep every day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been a good week. I hope everyone has had a good week. I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate in terms of the whole busy, busy lifestyle, um, working a full time, you know, even working outside of your full time, either getting your side hustle going or whatever, whatever it is. I know a lot of people are going through it. I definitely am myself. But yeah, I mean, uh, everything's good. Everything's great. Life is good. And here we are with another episode. So what can I start off with today? Um, let me see what I can really start with today. Okay. So as those of you may know, um, I'm, I don't know if I talked about it in the other episodes yeah, the previous two episodes, but I am in the middle of studying in order to take my real estate exam, real estate salesperson exam. Whoop-de-doo, yay, right? It, for a lot of people, it might not be exciting, but for me, I'm kind of like excited, but also getting very antsy. You know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like the, the whole thing with stage fright for shout out to my musician people who are listening to this, you even you feel like you know everything, and then when you get to hit the stage, you feel like you don't know anything, or you just feel really nervous. That's kind of how I'm getting to. Um, so that's really that's really a disclaimer of why I've been so busy. Just been studying, 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 and just oh my goodness, studying, studying, and all that. Whether it be for the real estate, whether it be for you know the rabbit hole that I've fallen into in terms of learning about <laughs> economics and all that. I mean, it's it's funny. I was telling this I was telling this to one of my cousins. It's like <clears throat> I would hate econ in high school. I would hate it. I took the AP classes and I didn't even pass the exams of how much I didn't care about that class. But now thinking about it now looking back now, I'm just like, damn, I should have paid a little bit more attention you know, at school of like all the econ stuff, because I'm pretty sure I would have learned quite a bit, not not <clears throat> not financing or anything, but just like things I should probably know about the economy before learn like going into the whole investing and financing thing um, any farther. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, as far as the real estate exam, that's going to be next week. It's going to be on Wednesday. You know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, that I'm going to, you know, pass that exam. I'm, I've am i placed uh, a huge bet on trying to get that exam passed. Uh, all right, hello, everyone. 
sorry about that. I got a call. Really had to attend to it. Um, so yeah, where where was I at? Um, yeah, my real estate exam is gonna be next week on Wednesday. That is pretty much where I am. You know, initially, I got a um, failing score the first the first time I took it. This is gonna be my second time that I'm gonna take it. Um, I got a, I believe, a 60%. That's without studying. So this time around, I feel very confident that I'll pass, but it's just the fact that it's getting closer and closer. I'm getting that stage fright feeling. I'm getting that butterfly, those butterflies in my stomach, and I really hate it. Because I know I'm going to, I know I'm able, I, I know I'm able to pass it, but it's just that thing of like, it's getting closer, it's getting closer. I'm just like, oh, oh shit, it's getting closer. And pretty much it's everything on the table at this point. So yeah, <clears throat> that's what's going on. What else what else do I got going on? Um, 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 um. So I guess for today I have some questions that I compiled from my Instagram posts uh poll that I put on my story. Uh it's about what three questions, but I'm, they're pretty good questions. And so, uh, uh, for I'll find a way to, you know, have it last through the entirety of this podcast or the majority of it, you know. But yeah, so time to get it started, and this is a good one. Um, just for the sake of keeping privacy, I will not say who has asked or who, you know. Well, yeah, who who asked the question. So, first question, what is my biggest fear? That is a good question because, you know, right now, um, as I stand right now, I guess my biggest fear is uh, not just relating to the real estate exam, even though that's, you know, currently that's my current biggest fear, but it's just, I guess my biggest fear is failing and i'm pretty sure everyone on this earth or the majority of people on this earth have that feeling have that fear of failing in some way some form somehow you know um like with whether it be failing a relationship failing as a mom or dad failing at a career choice that you've picked failing as a student failing as at, at anything you know but for me, that is a big fear of mine, definitely. Um, whether it be, what's it called, reasonable or not, whether I'd know that my the odds of me succeeding is in my favor. Uh, th- for some reason, the big the biggest fear I have is uh, failing, Wh- whether it be in the real estate, whether it be in music. Or with relationships. Um, For music, I guess I'll start there. For music. Uh, And sorry for being one of those people that says, uh, uh. You know, it's a little habit that I need to get away from. It's a little crutch. Uh, (laughs) Do it again. So, with music, okay? With music... I've always, always, always had a big fear of failing. I'm pretty sure everyone who I've known or who's known me has that feeling 
in terms of music majors, for now music majors, has had that feeling of failing, whether it be a test or really just failing and feeling like they're failing at the end of their career in terms of their studies, you know, whether it be for a recital or anything like that. Because, I mean, for us musicians, I guess it is <laughs> reasonable that, I mean, reasonable, or, it depends, right? You know, when you might feel like you're going to fail, even though you're, you know, you're good in terms of the material you're going to perform or whatever. But that feeling is still going to be there. Der, it's like just repeating the obvious at this point. But for me, definitely, 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 in, in for now, for the music major part, it's in terms of losing or failing, I mean, it, it has been a big fear, I, I feel like, up until this point. Because I guess failing is very um, dependent on who we're talking about. It's very unique to every person of what their standard is of failing. And, you know, and not everyone lives the same life. Not everyone has the same standard. Not everyone... Obviously, there's, there might be a golden standard, right? But, you know, there, not everyone has the same way of thinking. For me, at this point, in terms of music major, with, in terms of failure, I guess my fear is not getting the most out of my studies, you know, considering the fact that I'm also paying for it, you know. <laughs> The biggest fear in terms of music is not grasping, uh, in relation to schooling, not grasping a lot of the major tools, a lot of the a lot of the major points that will lead to my success in terms of the music industry. Um, you know, right now it's not my main thing, but obviously I it's not it's not something I would want to half-ass because it's been something that I've been in for the past. You know, I've been in music since third grade. Started, uh, I'm not even going to do the math. Right now I'm 21, almost 22 in September. And, you know, I've been in it for so long, it's like I wouldn't want to half-ass it, right? But in terms of failing, at first, in terms with music, I guess the initial thought I would have is... You know, I would be afraid of not being at the level of everyone else in terms of performance, in terms of technique, and in terms of success, whether it be performing at a um, notable venue or notable event where it's like huge, is a big deal, right? But now, really, because at the end of the day, it's kind of that thing that everyone tells you after you graduate from high school, is like, in the real world, you know, it doesn't really, a lot of people don't really care. <laughs> so it's like, your biggest critic is yourself, you know, and that is something that I've definitely come to learn a lot more as the years have go gone on. And right now, like I said, it's like, in terms of studying, the music studies, it's, 
fear of not grasping the main points and the main uh, tools that will lead to my success in music. Now, in terms of actually applying that, it's more like fear of being stuck at a place that I, that I was always trying to avoid in the first place. My main thing is like, and, and a lot of people most likely has this feeling, is that they hate working a day job or they hate being employed. That I guess for a lot of musicians, we have that entrepreneurial, entrepreneur, I'm not going to try to say that, that I, that mentality of an entrepreneur and that is something I've come to realize at this point where I'm you know learning about entrepreneurship and all that it's like that's the really plus that I have and I realize that not a lot of people are going to be on the same mindset as me simply because I come from the background of a musician and having the entrepreneur mentality of I'm going to work for myself and I do not want to be working for a boss or working for somebody. We will work with people, but not work for someone. And my venture in studying more and more in financing, whether whether it be through individual sources like um, uh, the Rich Dad Corporation or Gary V or... Things like that, just learning things from there, right? It's, it, it, it's something that I realize now in terms of the fear of failing. Now it's simply just, in terms of music, it, it, the main thing would be that I would fear ending up in a position where in my music I would be working for somebody and I wouldn't necessarily have a voice or a standing for my own work, for my own cre- creativity. And simply, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't want to be working for a check, you know? And and that's crazy to think about, but it's like, yeah, I wouldn't, the whole point of me going into music, it started off with, which I guess connects to my, other question that another person asked me is why I chose music. I'll go deeper in it later, but for now I'll just say like that's really the main reason why I even went into music is the whole idea of man, I wouldn't want to work for an office or work for a school in the same position for the next 40 years of my life. Like I've... (laughs) When I had the realization in high school, I was like, wow, you know, anything that I pick, I'm pretty much going to end up in a classroom or in an office and end up like someone like I'm pretty sure everyone has had one of these in your school. But one of those teachers where they say, oh, I've been in this school for for 30 years, 40 years and in the same classroom is like, bro, there is no way I'm going to do that. And that is really the main reason why I went into music and that's kind of what I'm sticking to now still and even connects to the whole you know entrepreneurship venture that I'm trying to get into and you know following and pursuing it's like yeah so my main fear 
is failing. And in terms of music, it's not getting to the place where I wanted to be in the first place when I even chose to be a musician or a music major. And yeah, I mean, that <clears throat> that's really it for that one, for music. But that same question will be different applying it to the like outside of music in terms of real estate and financing and pretty much the side hustle. I'm going to label the, the general categories like the side hustle, quote unquote, right? My biggest fear in that, I guess, is not getting anywhere in terms of what I do or what I choose to do. Like for me, it's going to be, you know, getting this real estate thing going and really start and eventually end up being a professional investor. That's my thing. That's what I want to do. That's a passion that I've now come to grow for myself. And now it's just really um, nursing it and growing that passion even more and pursuing it. So that's my biggest fear for that. For that, it's not getting, not being successful at all. There, I, I'm not talking about semi-success. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, barely, barely made it. But it's like, no, completely. Because, and this is something that I've come to uh, live more with and not necessarily drag me down. Because at the end of the day, the, the, the thing is, in terms of the fear of failing and really just big, big fears like that. Like, oh, what if, you know, what if this doesn't go right? Or what if this doesn't go well? Like, for example, oh, what if this investment doesn't pay off? What if this doesn't go well? What if this was a waste of time? What if this was a waste of money? But, you know, and, and it's funny how I've come to get to this point, but the way I think about it is now, it's like, screw it. You know, you just got to go for it and you just got to do what you got to do. Because the more that you think about it, the more you the more you ponder in the idea that you might fail. You know, I'd rather say that I tried and failed rather than not trying at all and regretting it later on in my life when I'm not going to be able to do it no more. And yeah, I mean, that that's my biggest fear in terms of my side hustle. Uh, you know, in other words, the real estate stuff or the investing thing. And now personal biggest fear, um, because, you know, <laughs> everyone, I, I think everyone can really, just, uh, either I'm weird or a lot of people can do this with their biggest, quote unquote, biggest fear, like divide it with the, the different sections of their life. Um, is simply just not um, what's uh, what I was gonna say about that. My biggest fear in terms of personal is either is failing at my biggest fear is failing at uh, relationships. I guess, right? Not like boyfriend and girlfriend thing, right? I'm talking about more. Um, interpersonal 
whether it be friends, family, uh, parents, brother, et cetera, et cetera. You know, because the more and more I venture into all these different things and I see more and more how I can be so busy, it's like the more I realize it's going to be, it's going to get to the point where it's going to be one really hard to maintain a good schedule for making time for your friends, which, you know, depending on your friend group, but I know for me, it's going to be challenging. Um, two, you know, if I get to the point or once I get to the point where I have a, a relationship with a girl, it's like, I would fear failing at the relationship just simply because I would have so much um, occupation in my time that I won't be able to give enough time to that person, which is not necessarily one of one of my greatest worries because probably by the time that I get all this stuff going, I won't be as busy. And to be honest, right now it's not something that's on my top priority list, um, which is something that I've come to learn to accept and, you know dealing with it's just the simple acceptance that it's like you got to know when to make the time and what choices you need to make that benefits you the most and before i would never do that so now i guess now i i kind of do more most of the time anyways what else and uh relationships ah with parents I guess parents and grandparents. Um, I guess it wouldn't be really failing the situ the the relationship, but I guess it would be affect. Uh, in terms of failing, it would be my ability to give back to either my grandparents or my parents or both in general. The idea is to be able to give back to both, um, just because of how how much love and respect I have for my parents. You know. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, a lot of us who are really hard workers, uh, and have a family who is like filled with hard workers, you know, if you have parents that have always busted their ass to give you a roof or, you know, do the most for you, it's like you, I'm pretty sure 99% of those people, whether, you know, and if you don't, it's like. I won't judge, but that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Um, most of those people who has have those kinds of families grow the ideas like, oh, I w- at some point I would want to give back to my parents or to my family, and that's kind of where I am, I am at, and I guess that's one of my biggest fears in terms of you know quote unquote relationship with with them. I know it wouldn't affect it, but if I if I don't get to the point where I can. But to me, that's I guess that's one of my biggest fears. Now, huh, you know, I gotta gotta slow it down. <laughs> I know I can be, you know, like a, like a racer, just going and going and going and going and not stop. But you know, that's that's kind of that's me. You know, when I start talking or when I get passionate about things, it's like I just talk and talk and talk, and. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, 
whenever I talk about something I'm passionate about, that's how I am. And yeah, now moving on to the next question. Why did I choose music? Why even do music? Um, and before that, I would like to give a few shout outs. Uh, first of all, I would like to, this is, I guess it's kind of like an ad, but not really. Um, I would like to shout out my dad and my uncle's new, uh, company. It is called PRG Tree Care, and they are based in the... LA County, Orange County area. So if you ever, ever, ever need any work in terms of tree care or anything, I will leave, uh, whether it be trimming or removal or anything like that, just feel free to contact them. I will leave them in my link or you can you can see them on my Instagram account at Ivan Parga Official, I'm gonna spell that out: I V A N P A R G A O F F I C I A L. I had to think about it for a second, but I will put their information on there, and you could, uh, you know, ask them for a free quote, free quote, and yeah, I mean, that's that. That's the first one. Now, going on with the question. Um, why did I go in the path of music? Why did I choose to do it? Why the hell would I, would me, a low-income uh, uh, individual, <laughs> go to a, a path of music where, you know, not a lot of people would necessarily say, oh, be a musician, go study music at school, and pay a shit ton of money at a university. Um... <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure a lot of us musicians have dealt with that and you know uh kudos to you guys. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> uh I guess why I chose to do it. Funny story, I hated it in in third grade. In third grade, I hated it so much to the point where it's like I would try to find ways to not even show up to my <laughs> violin classes. Um, I would hate it completely. And it's, I guess, uh, I think I started in third grade or fourth grade. Fourth grade. Third grade, I th I'd say, I'm just going to say third grade. So, oh man. And I mean, I guess looking back, you know, it, it, I guess it's kind of understandable why I might have chosen to hate music at that point. Um, but in third grade, I remember I had this music teacher, which, you know, now I probably wouldn't look at him the same way. I'd probably look at him like, oh, thanks for introducing me to music and all that. But when I was a kid, oh, my God. The memory I have of those classes is so, like, oh, boring. You know, that was my main issue with that class. I thought it was so boring and such a, you know, a waste of my time. That's kind of how I felt about it in, in, in elementary school. And I never really enjoyed it up to the point of high school. And keep in mind, 
I was in music. I started off in violin, right? That was my main instrument. Started in third grade, continued in fourth, continued in fifth, in sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. That's six years of me doing it and hating it. I would even, in middle school, I think I had to do a year of zero period, which was horrible. Um, and I, I, I just imagine how much I hated it, you know? Um, one second, I will be back. I need to answer another call. <sighs> I am back. Apologies. Um, <laughs> it, I still have to get this whole podcast thing kind of figured out. <laughs> All right. Continuing with the question at hand. Where was I at? Yes. Okay. Middle school. Uh, why did I choose to be a, you know, why did I choose to do music? First of all, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure this is where I left off at, I hated music so much, even up to middle school. Middle school, I even had to do a zero period, I believe, in eighth grade. So already, even with that, that added even more negative feelings to it because it's like zero period was just so horrible. I had to wake up at like 5.30 every day <laughs> of the week, and it was just horrible, uh, which is something that, you know, <laughs> good practice to know because of all the different different jobs I've had where I've had to wake up so damn early. And, yeah, it's... Uh, I came to love music in high school, surprisingly. You would think that I would... It was going to get to that point where, where I was going to drop it entirely, drop music entirely, but it simply didn't happen. Um, I went in, in freshman year, I believe, and I was so stuck in the idea beforehand that I was going to just drop music. But, but, in high school, for mo for those of you who don't know, at least for when I was there, you had to do the requirement of having to do a art class or some sort of art class in high school as one of your A through G requirement. I think that's what it was called. So I, I was going to do orchestra for the one year, and I also chose to do guitar. Um, I, I think the reason why I didn't even drop orchestra, because now that I think about it, I didn't need it, was because I was being forced to do it by my parents. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's basically when I realized that I really enjoyed music and I really, 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 really wanted to learn more about it. And what really caught my interest, simply, simply that. So for context, and I'm a new freshman at this high school, already stuck on the idea that I don't want to do music at all. And, you know... Yeah, that's that, right? <clears throat> but I started, I guess it does come down to uh, the teaching that you would receive prior. But even then, I wouldn't necessarily blame it on the teaching because in middle school, I had a good music teacher. But in high school, that's when the, the, the way that it was being taught to me, in, music was being taught to me, was so much more interesting to me. 
Um, I guess I don't know whether to attribute it to guitar, the guitar class that I took, or to the, um, what's it called? Uh, or to my orchestra class. Um, and I went in to my orchestra, even regardless of doing it for six years, right? I went into orchestra in high school in the beginning level, literally bottom, the bottom. And you would think that you would, you would hate it starting at the beginning, right? And just quit after the first year. But no, after being so induced in this music learning, this, uh, these, like the, the curriculum by these music teachers, that's when I really started to have a great interest in it, you know? And with violin specifically, I started to have more of a passion for it. I started to love it a lot more. And with the guitar, my teacher had a unique way of teaching us. He was teaching us both regular, you know, strumming guitar, you know, rock guitar. And he was teaching us classical uh, material, classical guitar uh, studies. And that sparked my interest even more. And in terms of the music in, as a whole, I... It's it happened so dramatically. I don't even remember how long it took for me to really enjoy it, but I ended up really liking it, both guitar and violin. Up to the point where I did guitar all my four years, except um, what was it, sophomore year? But technically, technically, I did sophomore year because in junior year I skipped the level, and it was it pretty much caught me up. But whatever, right? And orchestra, I did, I started off in beginning, went into intermediate by my sophomore, and made it to the symphonic orchestra in my junior year, and finished it off in senior year. And yeah, I think that's how it went. And, oh man, for me to stick with it, it, it was a dramatic, dramatic change. And... The more and the deeper, the deeper and the deeper I went in terms of I in terms of the the music and specifically the orchestra stuff, that's when I started to really grow to love it. And also in the growth in my guitar ability and my guitar studies, that also piqued my interest even more because I started to learn technique that I was playing full pieces, you know. And for those of you who don't really understand classical guitar, it's kind of like, you know, how a lot of people have such a fascination with piano, right? With a piano player. And it's basically that same idea, but it's with guitar. It's piano-like material, but with guitar. That's the best way I can put it for those of you who don't necessarily understand it too well because if I say Spanish guitar you're automatically going to think of like Malagueña or Leyenda if you've heard of it or whatever like that right or Flamenco which is not the case it's not always the same thing and uh, yeah so throughout the course of all that and union experiences like 
playing in a quartet for guitar and playing in Carnegie Hall for orchestra. That just, you know, doing all that just really solidified, you know, my interest in it. And funny thing is, senior year, when I was going to, when everyone had to start, you know, picking their universities or picking their college, (laughs) when that came around, I didn't even know what to do. I had not thought about it. It's one of those things where it's like, it's crazy to think that society expects you to, you know, go with something that is going to keep you, you know, you're supposed to pick a career that's going to last you your entire life, you know, based on just the, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing to think about how society expects you to know exactly what you want to do at the age of 18. (laughs) It's insane. Even to this point, I I still have some conflicts and barely getting things figured out, you know, and I'm 21, almost 22. And back to the senior year, it's like, I didn't even know what I wanted to be. And I was looking at the career choices. I was like, man, I don't even know what to pick from here. What can I actually go to? Because I was thinking astronomy. I was thinking archaeology. I was thinking um, forensic studies, you know, all these different things. But I never, never, never went directly to music, even in, you know, picking a career choice. And that was the main thing you had to do. You had to pick a career choice. And I ended up, because it was getting down to the wire, I ended up picking, oh, I'm just going to major in violin performance. I'll just pick that in music. That's what I know the most. That's what I know the best, quote unquote, right? And it came down to, yeah, I, I picked that. My two schools, my dumbass self, you know, how, how counseling basically told you, you know, don't apply to just one school, apply to multiple because you don't want to be in that situation where you don't get accepted to the school you wanted and get screwed over, you know? And I was one of those people. (laughs) I had applied to Cal State University, auditioned for violin performance, and did not get accepted. Um, Why exactly? I am unsure. Uh, They never gave a reason. Uh, I could sit here and say it was bad choice, but at the same time, I, for me now, I guess it might have also been my technique. I'm not sure, uh, but honestly, it worked for the better. Simply to how I ended up choosing my current study, uh, and getting to that. So I got denied acceptance to Cal State Long Beach and from that I'm just like wow shit now I really gotta figure it out and just for context I had also applied to Long Beach City College as a backup and I could have easily went for violin right now thinking about it I could have easily went into it I could have picked to be a violin major. But no, I chose to be a classical guitar major, which to me, the, re- the reason why I went with that was just simply the thought of 
me not having to depend on anyone to make a career out of my instrument. Because, yes, you don't need to depend on anyone with a violin or with a cello or a solo instrument or a, uh ensemble instrument like a string instrument or a brass or a woodwind. You know, you can make a career out of it on your own, but not as easily as with a classical guitar or easily, right? As if it is so easy. But that's the reason why I went with classical guitar. I was already good at it, you know, for the level I was at. And, you know, I just went with it. That's kind of what I went with. And honestly, I was surprised that they even had such a program at LBCC. And I will get into that more in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much, it got down to the wire and it got to the point where I had to pick something fast and I had no time to waste pretty much with that. And for those of you who know, like this whole process of applying to universities or colleges, even in terms of like for initial acceptance or transfers, it is always a hassle and it is always a pain in the ass. For what reason, I'm not sure. It shouldn't be so hard, but alas, that's that's what it is, right? And yeah, that's why I, I am currently in what I, I'm in, which is classical guitar studies. And um, college, went into it. I was pretty much the only, I was the only classical guitarist at that school, at the music program for the entirety of the time that I was there. I was still doing violin as well, which was awesome because I was doing some symphony work and some hard pieces. And uh, during that time, I really, 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 well, I guess since high school, I really, really, really had an interest in music composition. And I never, I never pursued it. I had never grown the courage to pursue it right because i'm like oh man what if i don't know anything what if you know what what if i don't know enough to get started what if i compose something and it's completely shit but no that that wasn't the case right it took me too long to realize that (laughs) uh or i just had a good opportunity and a good professor for that but in college, you know, for, for context, I had an interest in composition since high school, since what, a junior year. And I didn't pursue it in, until, what was it, my last two, no, my last year and a half of college, which is three semesters. And, or not even, it might have been just two semesters, just one year. But anyways, right, oh, I always had an interest in composition throughout my entirety of college, but I never said anything about it or never tried to find out more about it. And one day I was pressured into doing it. <laughs> you know, I was still thinking about it. It was one of those things where it's like afraid to fail, afraid to fail. And... Apologies for that loud-ass car. The perks of living in apartments. And, um... 
Yep. <sighs> the life of apartment living, apartment housing. It is the worst. For those of you who live in apartments, I feel for you. Because I'm pretty sure we all live in the same fucking thing. Anyways, after being so badly interrupted by that car, uh, I never, back to the composition thing, I never took the initiative to learn composition up until my last year of college, which now thinking about it is the most frustrating thing because I could have been doing it the entire time, right? Uh... So, I got pressured into doing it, got pressured into talking to the professor, which ended up being one of the greatest things I've ever done, in my opinion, and instantly, I was accepted to doing it, taking lessons for composition, and it worked out. It worked out for the best, and up until this point, I'm, well, this semester, I went to be studying as a composition student. Whether I could do a double major with guitar or not, I'm going to be studying composition and focusing on that alongside my side hustle, which is, you know, which many would probably consider as my main hustle, but, you know, and uh, yeah, you know, the rest is history pretty much. Uh, right now, still studying, still going to be studying for the next probably two years in university. And yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I guess for deeper, I guess, just to make sure I answer this question fully, the, the main reason why I chose to be a music major, I believe, I firmly believe that I was pretty much bound to really fall into music you know growing up I had always had a wide interest in music in different genres and different you know yeah different genres whether it be in different languages or you know different styles or whatever right and you know up until this point I still have <laughs> a wide variety of of genres that I love to listen to, which also benefits me because I know I basically do um, passive studying <laughs> in a sense, right? And the main reason is because I was inspired by my grandfather, which is still living today, uh, as long, <laughs> along with my grandma. And... I was inspired to do do it um, from based off based off of what my grandfather would talk about. He was a lyricist during his younger years. Uh, he would write for musicians. He would play music as well, but his main thing was working as a lyricist. He gave that all up, you know, usual story for the Hispanic. <laughs> the American Hispanic, or just Hispanic in general, uh, gave up his lyricist career and passion, music career and passion, in order to support his family in a more, what's it called? 
con- conventional way, right? Because let's be honest, music uh, at the time I feel like wasn't probably conventional at all, and still isn't really conventional. If you're not smart about it, that's a good thing. It to note it if you're not smart about it, it's not conventional. But you know that's probably a talk for another time. But the main reason, yeah, that's pretty much why I got into it. Why the the cherry on top of why I decided it's like I w- wanted to be not be my you know my grandpa but be like him in the sense where I write my own material where I compose my own material and not necessarily be successful with it but get to the point where I can make good and quality product unlike many artists that you might listen to or see today, whether it be music or actual art. I won't really get into art in terms of painting or anything because I don't know. You know, that's a whole different uh, ecosystem that I'd rather not be a part of. (laughs) Um, You know, is this art? Is this, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to stop there. Uh, (laughs) so, yeah, and pretty much where I stand in terms of the music stuff, it's like, it's grown to be not necessarily the main attraction, you know, just to, just to put a metaphor there, it's not meant to be the main attraction, but it's now, not, now it's going to be more like a partnership between my side hustle, and what I'm studying in school, which is music, right? Because, like, uh, I don't know if most, any of you have heard of this guy, um, but Robert Kiyosaki, I one of his talks that I caught on to, that everyone kind of needs to, and I think I mentioned this before, but that everyone needs to not only, you know, have their dessert, but you also have to have your vegetables, meaning don't only do what you love, also do things that you hate in order to be successful. And that's kind of what I've grown to understand. And that's really the place where music as a whole is now a partnership in terms of what I'm studying on the side, which is real estate and financing. So, yeah, where before, it's like I would focus so much time on music where it got to the point where I was even dead broke for the time. It's like it's not a good feeling having no money in your bank account. It's like for those of you who are music majors, you know how that's a struggle. Uh, You know, probably I didn't know how to balance it at the start, but who really knows how to balance anything when they start a career or a venture, right? Um, and yeah, it's like that. that is not necessarily something I want to ever do again, <laughs> which is something that I had going on even last year. It's like I want to go back. I want to continue school. I, don't, I wouldn't want to drop it, but I don't want to be dead broke throughout the entirety of it either. It's like I want to be able, you know, to have some money in my pocket at least, you know, 
And I don't, I don't know if many of you have that same feeling, but for me, I'd rather be extra, extra, extra busy uh, rather than having zero dollars in my pocket, you know, <laughs> zero dollars in my bank account and, you know, scraping by and eating, eating shit pretty much the entire, the entirety of a sem- semester, right? And yeah, I mean, it's very exciting everything that's going on, everything that I'm trying to do, I hope many of you, you know, challenge yourself, challenge yourself to really try something new. Or if you have a dream that you're waiting to pursue, like what the hell are you doing? Just chase it. You know, uh, if you're one of those people that's really sitting on, on your chair right now or sitting laying about and just thinking, Oh man, should I do this? Should I not? You know, if it's a dream of yours, just do it. You just got to do it, right? Because you don't want to grow to the point where you can't do anything and just regret it. And, yeah, I mean, that's kind of for that. Um, where are we at? Not Probably not an hour. We still got, what, like eight minutes? Got to make up for some of that time that I wasted from the phone calls and from the stupid car. So... Oh, man. So I guess another plug uh, from my links, you could see that I also have my own website. I also have my own TikTok. I also have blah, 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 all the other stuff that I've got. Feel free to follow me on any other platform. Um, Follow me on TikTok. Subscribe to YouTube. Like, you know, share my content because that's definitely going to help. And if you're based in the L.A. County area or Orange County area, you know, I'm available for uh, private music lessons, for guitar, um, for violin. I could do beginning stuff, but I won't be. Te- I, I guess for guitar as well, I won't be able to teach any professional level player. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. But for anyone who's like intermediate or beginning, you know, I do offer that. And you can just either email me or contact me. And that's that's it there. Right. And another plug, sorry with all these damn plugs, right? Um, I work at a mortgage company and we would definitely appreciate the business, you know, if if you are interested in mortgages or refinances, uh, which is called First Los Angeles Mortgage. And, you know, anything that comes our way is definitely going to help us out. And, uh, and that's... They're not, I'm not getting sponsored by anything or anything. It's right. It's like, you know, one of those things where I'd like to, I'm one of those people that likes to grow alongside other people. So any, any help or not, not necessarily help, but any business that anyone can bring is hundred percent appreciated. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's exciting getting all into all these different things. Right. At, right now, I'm just looking to the side. I have a bunch of books that I need to go through that <laughs> I bought out of blind excitement. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have bought so many, but, you know, now i got to read it, um, read them. And like I said before, it's like if you're interested in something, you have a dream, and you're sitting right now just pondering on, the, like, on it and not taking the the first step 
to those people, I'm going to say, what the hell are you doing? It's like, just do it. This is one, one thing that has sticked with me that it's like, when you realize uh, <laughs> that you only have one, one life here on this earth, right? The thought about putting it to waste in terms of you not chasing your dreams or doing anything, when are you ever going to have the chance to do anything ever again? Come on, let's be honest, right? It's a little, it's a little, you know, dark or whatever, right? But it's true. It's like, if you have a dream, chase it. Because really, you got, you got to think about it. It's like, you only have one life to live. And if you don't take advantage of that one life, it's like, you got you to do it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I challenge those people who are currently in this situation to get something started, you know, and, uh, for those of you who want to leave comments or, you know, message me like, Hey, what's up? Or if you have any collaboration ideas or offers or anything like that, just let me know. Contact me either at, on my Instagram, you already, already <laughs> gave the plug, um, either on my Instagram or in my email, you know, I'm fine with whatever, really don't care which one, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'm gonna wrap it up on that, there's not really much else that I can go down on, <laughs> go down on, <laughs> uh, go into, right, um, but for next week, I do intend to have a guest, whether it be one of my friends, right? I have one in mind, which I already talked to, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to definitely add a little variety to this just to make it work. And so it's interesting to you, my listeners. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for today. So I hope everyone has a good day. Good rest of your day, whatever day you're <laughs> listening to, you know, whatever day it is that you're listening to this episode. Um, and, you know, I cheer cheer on those people who have huge ambitions and huge goals and dreams. And I hope you reach them, right? And, yeah, so that, that'll be it for today. Uh, this is the Getting To It podcast, and I'm your host, Ivan Parga. So, you know, just share, like, subscribe, uh, follow, all that good shit. And, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.